welcome, welcome, welcome to my lovely IHP community, to all of the regular listeners and my lovely 5D collective, to anybody who is new. The 5D collective are people who are taking ownership and accountability of their emotional plane, whether it is because they began life with secure attachment or because they ended up in good therapy and moved into their secure attachment opportunity. It all depends, but we are three-year-old whole hearts, which means we have that implicit memory in our body of giggly, ooey, ooey, ooey. And so, no, there's no devil or evil in the way that our ancient texts describe that we have people who are religious alone, and therefore they describe human beings based on their religious belief system and systems, and the ancient uh, texts, and all that is within, I only believe, from the yesterday of what they would tell us about people. Okay, so on that note, I grew up with Jesus and with God, and I got the opportunity to confirm my lovely Catholicism confirmation. And I didn't do it for the institution, although some individuals would therefore say, well, you're not therefore a Catholic. No, I, I am on paper. I'm a Christian. That's my religion. I have a, made a promise not to the institution. So while some want to remain rigid, as teenagers do, because see, adaptive children are the teenagers. Those who have an inner child, they have a three-year-old that has somewhere a broken heart because they're being a pain in the ass to a whole three-year-old heart on how we want to dictate our own uh, way of speaking about things, <laughs> our personal choices. It's called subjective experience. Now, th this is the other area, adaptive children, teenagers, again, they, they, that are grown-ups, because see, they're not emotionally grown-ups. They're, they're only grown-ups with the age number, but their emotions are teenager-ish, and their, in fact, entire demeanor is not in their optimized human 101 version. So they're not grown-ups. If they were, they'd know how to use their social engagement system. They would have learned how to self-regulate. So some people, they don't have the opportunity to learn self-regulation. They need to see it in practice. The love message is love is your human nature according to updated Sciences, though, not, not to the ancient scripture and anyone who's using ancient scripture while they also have a thetoscope. And so they're saying, here, I'm a science person, but let me push in your face why the ancients are right and we're, we're, we're here. We have no self. The, the sciences just don't want to understand that the ancients are right and the sciences are, are still... So when you're competing in your own brain with information, in this case, sciences and spirituality, it's information. The grown-ups know the difference between thinking and feeling. So we know how to hold our three-year-old implicit bias and say, yeah, I have preferences. And in this case, for me, it's humanity and knowledge, not bullshit. Please don't give me ancient texts and tell me about your thetoscope shit because I already know you just tainted everything based on your ancient text because that's what you have dominating the conversation versus the fact that you are just sharing knowledge with me. There's nothing special about what you're doing. Like there's nothing special with what I do because it's very mediocre business to be a human, but it's an excellent business when you get to navigate it and the excellency of your own inner body, which the smart people learn to harness because that's what it means to be smart. It means you're stable, mature, adaptive, rational, teachable. No, it 
this is what I use smart for, but in this case, I'm actually using it as if you're smart. If you're smart, you use data. And that means you understand that your body is you. You're hosting it, not me. I'm not the one with human suffering in it. Oh, no. And I'm not the one with uh, tortured and rigidity and all. Uh. So when I get into my three-year-old, it's a very cute three-year-old, not, not necessarily for my mother or my twin, but <laughs> I'm just saying it's a loving one. It ain't one that thinks shit's in my head. I don't do nightmares. I don't watch horror shit either. That's for a reason. So I'm, I'm trying to spell this one out, my lovely regular listeners, to the best of my ability because we are getting more and more into the seriousness of the beauty of the 5D collective. There's no devil or demon in the way that the 4D presents you or ancient texts or anybody who wants to say their sciences, but they're throwing ancient texts and myths and stories to you. I have all the respect in the world for my upbringing, but that is where my promise, as I was saying, was to Jesus, and the essence of God is nowhere near medieval. There is no wrath. In fact, it's hilarious in my book that someone wants to tell me they're smart and they believe in the wrath. And therefore, I'm just going to take steps back and say, I knew my Claire's were around here for some reason, <laughs> because as a mystic, I am no longer able to disengage from certain types of conversations, which as my clears came about, I knew gave me an unfortunate separation between the institution that I grew up with. Now, if I meet a true person of God, there is no separation because a true person of God knows that we are all one. And they will know that I and the Holy Spirit are not separate. And they will know that the theologians who are trying to make Reiki out to be the devils, whatever, are really being just exaggerated, like stubborn teenagers who are so blinded by all of their hormones. But see, these aren't teenagers. These are adults who think they know things because they're regurgitating material from ancient texts and they're putting their little breadcrumbs and they're proving it. That's what an adaptive child does. An adaptive child's brain does not know how to utilize their left and right mode in equality because they've not matured their relationship with their whole body's sensations, their charged child parts. So new information shares with the person. Your wholeness is when you're a restorative embodied self. Your wholeness, your true self, is when you can be in a relationship with you and another and be present in differences and look at someone with the default mode of compassion. Okay, so again, Anyone who wants to believe in ancient texts, you're on the wrong platform. I am woo-woo lady because of being a mystic and pseudoscience lady because I mix and bring together, I don't mix, but I bring together concepts that are both the human subject matter expert people, the spiritual metaphysics of the terrorism, even though not as educated, but here's where the spiritual is where I'm involved as a Reiki healer, or Reiki practitioner, holistic healer, Akashic record reader, tarot reader, all these that are very important to me, but I'm not trying to make it about the mysticism. I'm just saying this is the spiritual. And then when I say spirituality, I'm talking about said guru. He teaches me spirituality. That's the only person I look to when it comes to anything related to the spirituality stuff. I, I, I've heard many stories from other people. He's my go-to because he's the man and I love all of what he's sharing and doing and he's definitely expanding consciousness and the planet. And on that note, if there's anything related to belief system, Jesus is my 
person. And I use the word consciousness for God because it's not a source or universe and it doesn't have strings that are pulling on your brain. In fact, I don't do the whole prophetic messages today. No, but I do do channeled guidance. That's why we're integrating a little bit of this and a little bit of that. As always, these messages are about you keeping yourself and your humanity and your heart alive, your Purusha and Prakriti. So these love messages come from a person, Maria, to another person. And if you're a mystic, welcome aboard. If you're 5D, then you know the beauty of the land of tomorrow and AI and all technology is not demonic. It actually supports us. It supports us to potentially be able and live healthier lives. I'm so sorry that some people do not want to move into the future. They don't have to, in fact. So I will use an example right now. I personally have scoliosis. You all know this. And I have recently been having patients, but I know what I've been <laughs> not doing because of a number of aspects that's not important. But what's important is that I have the ability to work with people. And because mediocrity is something that you'll spot and I'll, again, say I'm a mediocre person. I'm an average person like anybody else. When I find excellence, meaning a person who stands out, they, they're going to be a person who has a way to excel like geniuses. Okay, that doesn't mean they live better or not better, but excellence means you excel in something. I'm average. I don't excel in anything. And my brain definitely has an inability to retain data this or this, the way that intelligence and performance requires, okay? This is where we don't actually put on pedestals anyone, but there's abilities to understand strengths and weaknesses, okay? So when you, we want to look at a community, at each other, there's just ways that each of us plays a role. They're all important, but... I mean, if you need to remove what will serve or not serve, it's going to be calculated based on what you can bring to the table. And although, yes, emotions are awesome, and in this case here, I'm going to bring in the whole love. When people say love changes people, love can change people. That one sentence, <laughs> love will change. No, love doesn't change people. Once they experience love, nope, nope. The person who has compulsive behavior and a broken three-year-old heart will not choose love. I have had plenty of experiences, just so you know. So what triggers experience, what triggers people to experience love? Nothing, nothing at all. In fact, the saddest part is seeing people have to go to and through pain in order to be maybe motivated to do something. So here, let me again go back to my, my spine and my ability to know a lot of things about my own journey in life and know how to keep myself in check because that's what people who are in the Enlightenment Soul Age Group, we know Dharma, a whole three-year-old heart. I have my body and my peripheral view. I know what I need to do to keep it optimized. And it's boring to me, yes. It's boring to me to have to do physical exercises. It is the thing that I still, in my implicit memory, and it's not even implicit, it's, like, it's explicit. When I was a kid, I wore back brace. I could only take off my back brace for one hour a day. And that one hour was taken away from me by my school, which forced me to do PE by basically stating that they were doing it for our human being well-being. And that if we did it every day, that it would become part of our day-to-day -day routine. That's why they were 
And I'm like, yeah, I call bullshit because I don't like doing it. I won't be making it into my routine because every time I'm having to do it, I'm not in any way, shape or form enjoying this at all. Zero, nada, not even a little bit. I gain no pleasure or value from doing this physical exercise. Even though physically, yes, does my body, do my muscles, do my legs? Yes. But here's where my, my mind, my brain, I love to learn things. That's where my, my mind is always enamored to be in the space, okay? So balance is key because balance is maturity. If anybody remembers any of the Zen stories or just the stories from Sadhguru, remember the one about the devotee? And I forget the names of the gods or deities, but basically the devotee and his companion, they were both uh, enlightened, but the, the, the devotee would ignore his companion. So she got jealous and she started to be there when he was praying because he would only pray. Okay, so she, I think it was Shiva. Shiva took the companion of this man and put her inside. It, it, it's a figure of speech because they're both, the woman was alive, a physical, I think, human. At the, well, this, it's a story, but basically he embodies, and that's how feminine and masculine become embodied together, something along those lines, and, and that forced the man that was only doing, I devote myself to you to actually have the balance of both because the God, deity, was wanting the person not to miss out on life. And so here's where when you look at anything that gives us the twos, it's inner and outer, okay? So I'm going to equate it to the emotional. And emotional is what leads you, even though you think that thinking it was what leads you. The emotion comes up first and the thought and physical. Okay, so I try to explain. I don't like physical activity. I will not do it unless I have to. I'm Maria, the human being. And I'm humored as I moved into mysticism again and channeling and clairs in this field, this relationship with this space of consciousness. There is a way in time that I figured out this sweet, sweet balance that life has us always do. Mediocre, mundane. These words are not in the absence of richness, okay? So I use the word mediocre not to say someone needs to stay mediocre in the don't try. No, in the sense that we are basically all, all of us, you can say that nine out of ten people, nine are going to be average. We're going to have one that stands out. Now, this is the part of where grown-ups <clears throat> aren't looking for shiny, shiny in their hiney. Shiny, shiny, let me follow you, Okay. An emotional grown-up, a person with healthy self-worth, will not feel the need, they will not feel compelled to be a shiny object is what I'm saying. That's egoic. And so 4D mystics, they think they're shiny, shiny, and then they're following other shiny, shiny. So people who do that, you will find them doing what I think is called lip service. They are mediocre, and they're also not rich. And they have no idea that they're a person who is still with a broken three-year-old heart. I'm defective. Humanity's defective. That's a shame cycle. And those are people, they can live mediocre lives, and they will live mediocre lives, mundane lives, no richness. Because they have not explored their inner well-being from an emotional and mental perspective and matured themselves with the idea of personal development with the knowingness that they are not a fixed noun, 
that their state of self is a verb. Thank you, Daniel Siegel, for that. That you are in consistent potential expansion and evolution if you deem so, if you want so. Now, those other soul age groups serve those people who will only expand through the relationships, through society. So their nervous system, though, and their body, their embodied brain, does not learn to navigate life consistently from the eventual vagal state, which is the enlightenment vibration. To consistently vibe at this vibration is not hard, but it is where you present to yourself when the thoughts and emotions come up of something that's uncomfortable. It's okay. I'm dealing with unknowns, uncertainties, unwanteds, and I'm going to breathe, and I'm going to bring my feeling in my body to ease, and I'm going to engage in my, I'm going to hug, I'm going to reassure myself. This is called self-regulation. It's called self-soothing. What people tend to do in teenage land as they grow up is to stay in rumination. Now, the people who have even bigger situations going on, they get, unfortunately, really, really, really in places we don't want to talk about right now, and they can all be helped with the good mental health professionals. So back to the story about the technology, AI, mysticism, Claire's love, being a person, secure attachment. People are out there and they're making some great content. I've been watching one man. I love this guy. <laughs> I love him to death. Now he uses the word toxic masculinity. I don't foresee myself wanting to use any of those hashtags. But I get what he's doing. And he is, in fact, a professor of type of, of language. So it is awesome to see his content. He was doing one on friend zoning. And he shows this teenage guy that begins with, there were good guys, nice guys once, but you know what happened to them? And he's got this music on. It's like, seriously, just, I don't even know. But I've seen it, not only from the teenagers when I was a teenager, but from the grown-ups too. I see the same from the 4D readers that keep talking about people, uh, not only um, people being energy vampires, dark auras or whatnot, but lovers basically competing with each other, uh, karmics being evil to each other. You got the entire mean girls shit going on all the time. Readers are always interpreting. And in this case, I'm going to use he, she, okay? So uh, I'm polyamory personally, that's one thing. I don't see polyamory readers out there, which is why we're integrating it for our group. Because when it comes to polyamory, for those who embody it, loving many, it's not going to go away. Love doesn't go away when you love life and you love all. It's something that you are experiencing. And luckily for us, we have a community. And the polyamory community is a poly secure community who doesn't say, ew, disgusting polygamy, that's gross. How old are you again? No, <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's ridiculous when I see people who use labels and then they go against each other like teenagers. It's like, what are you, what are you doing? Why are you creating a group that's going against another group and you're talking about topics about who's not being recognized? You, 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 don't you want all people to have emotional and mental recognition no only your group oh i see so okay when when the agenda is i want bypassers bystanders to take my side because i'm vengeful and upset right now because i haven't finished my healing journey i'm still heartbroken and grieving having been 
feeling my entire life brokenhearted, defective, and ashamed of me. I want all the strangers aside me, which is what the groups are made of, like flat earthers. I want all the strangers, then they become friends, stand up together, rally here with our little signs, shiny, shiny, in our high knees. I have my own shiny in my high knee. It's called humanity, though. Um, <laughs> and it's infinite higher human consciousness potential, by the way. So all of the educational material plus the mysticism, all of it, human, spiritual, and spirituality. That's what I bring to you. This is the voice. It's enlightenment for sure, and it definitely ain't in a relationship, social, or any of the other soul age groups that are still learning about their self. So when I see these groups going around and they are advocates in a way of being in their modulated embodied self and yelling, they are not teaching, educating. They are not sharing let's come together yeah, yeah yeah no they are having their bystanders come together they feel strong like teenagers do now we're a group we're all going to gang up on the group that we want to because we've decided what our group is and we've decided what group is not our group and therefore we're going to make sure to stand here and we feel kumbaya happy happy da, 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 da. okay so that's why we have groups still there's a bunch of people who don't know their state of self is a self that they can, one, feel only once they get a handle on those child parts. You all have them. I have them. As I was describing, let me go back to my scoliosis story in a minute so that I can close up these loops. Love is unconditional, one. Love is when you are in your oxytocin gene hormone, too, for people who want to believe in love in a way of scriptures and texts and Romeo and Juliet and drama. There you go. There's teenage land for those who want to stay adaptive children. They will continue to navigate life from a survival mode, even if it may be moderate, doesn't matter. They don't know how to harness their nervous system. They don't know how to harness secure attachment. They're the ones who get to learn about how to use the secure attachment script. They get to go to therapists, get their relationship in check with the therapist. And this is all great for those who need that. Some of us, we're actually passionate tango dancers. We know how to look at a person and be whole. The unfortunate part is that even if that's the case, that does not mean that we do not have on the other end of the spectrum somebody who, let me use an example of what I recently saw, uh, from a person who is diagnosed a psychopath. They are diagnosed BPD, I believe, borderline, and potentially narcissist. I have his autobiography. I will be reading it. I believe that as the sociopath lady, unfortunately, they've decided to take their diagnoses and make people aware of all of those lists of traits. So to present the traits in the absence of the healing journey. They're not healing to become a whole person. They, they have not figured out that they can move out of their human suffering from their body and that those traits are not necessarily something you want to flaunt around, nor are they necessarily fixed. If you have the desire, the motivation to move out of your dysfunctional, dysregulated nervous system and embodied brain pattern. So if you have the motivation to get out of your own human being suffering because dysfunctional dysregulation in those bodies takes place in that their default mode network only turns on when they are being re-traumatized. Now, some will say, how are they being re-traumatized? That's because people don't know how people are made. So they don't know about the embodied brain and that if in the first year of your life, you do not get securely attached, one, 
And if you do not get the appropriate stimuli that your brain remains underdeveloped, the right mode to find that first year of life, your hippocampus is compromised. Your corpus callosum, which connects your left and right mode, is compromised. Your prefrontal cortex, your actual thinking, the advanced part of your human mammalian heritage, is compromised in its growth. The hippocampus is for your memory center. So people that walk around with a traumatized safety brain on, it's safety because it kept them safe from home, everything they will have established within the codependent type behavior and mannerisms involves them living their entire life a defective and a shame cycle and a hypervigilant, might I add, and so on and so forth. So yes, they hurt people, yes, they da da da, but they can get, yes, they can get help. How many of them get good therapists? Unfortunately, there's not many good therapists. How many of these people can find a therapist who won't be affected by their implicit bias the minute they hear psychopath, sociopath, and borderline, and or any of the list of things that these people will go on to list, and then be able to say, look, here's the gist. You just shared with me something. I have news for you. There's a journey you can get on if you want, but it's going to take some time, and it will lead you to feel better eventually, but not right away because you'll feel that you're going against your nature, which your nature was established in a home that was not safe for you physically. Are you willing to work with me? Because this isn't a joke, and you're not going to get it the first year around. Maybe this, we don't know. We are going to meet. Are you willing to work with me to get out of this stuff that is all actually not the true self of you? Okay, so here's the deal. When you're using your category and your diagnoses as a way to present people who you are, you've totally not gotten a good therapist in front of you because they gave you a label, they identified you, and they didn't see you as whole. What I just did is seeing a person as whole and letting them know you have a way out of this, but this way is going to take some time and you're not any of these things that you're talking to me about right now. I know you think they're a part of you, but they're only a part of you because of the way that mechanisms worked within your body. And that's the minute that the people who want to throw their ancient silverback and biblical texts, they don't do any of this shit. No, no, I've seen the people who are therapists that are biased, and they don't do any of what I just said. And they do a disservice to human beings who go once to someone, get a diagnosis and leave and never show up again, and they got the wrong person, and then you got a person who's flaunting around lists of shit that does not need to be flaunted around like that, and that is completely not yet healed. Completely out-of-body experience, complete dissociative aspects visible on a camera, completely visible to a person with a smart brain who is non-judgmental because I don't cast personally a stone. Again, Jesus made it very clear, so did the scripture. People don't know scripture because they're just regurgitating it without being a whole three-year-old heart because they haven't healed whatever their shame, defectiveness, emotion, which is just an emotion. It's a sensation that arises. So let me get back to tangible. I was using the example of my scoliosis and my back brace and physical activity and a balance and what dharma is basically versus karma, for example, and people who want to understand what it is to be enlightenment, so age group, material. Okay, and love. Love is just you. You are love if you want to be. When I saw this person present what they presented, what I was trying to get to is we will not be people who's we, the people who are loving the genuine, open, spontaneous way. 
he presents a list of ways that throughout his years, <clears throat> he actively in his, I think it's hypersexual state, sexual aroused state, basically uh, the way his brain worked, the way he actually uh, would be involved with women and women that were related to these women and friends. So the part about more I have, the the compulsive sex, which is an indication of a dysfunctional, dysregulated, misaligned person who has had lived their entire life in a safety traumatized body. And that's the part of where people who don't believe in it, they, they don't have to believe in shit. <laughs> I'm not about beliefs. I'm about the data. I know the data. I don't explain it always well, but I know all of the data because I am actually trauma-informed and attachment-informed. So I, I don't speak out of my ass when I speak some things. The only reason I didn't have the ability to speak up more for humanity my entire life was because I didn't know our embodied brain. Now that I do, I'm all over it. You better bet I'm all over it. So it just makes me very sad to see people not meet good therapists, but that's the part. It's uh, all hands on deck journey. So on that note, as this man presented what he has done, I thought of people like myself who will not ever know any better because we would not know any better because we would never look back and think, wow, that person did something to hurt me on purpose. Even if we have a, hun a hunch, we won't try to confirm it because that just makes it even more sad. We don't get mad. There's nothing to correct. You're a tortured person and your nervous system is tortured. Because your default mode network only turns on when you're actually in your own traumatized stuff and you've become compulsive addict of something that is actually intimate. And that, you know, like there's all these things that if you present a person in a way that I was just doing, they're, they're, they're going to be crushed. We, we won't do that. They're already crushed. They don't, they don't need to hear words that try to speak to them about consciousness. What they need is a good therapist to break to them, down to them their, their body and brain and not the ones who talk to them about the devil or demons. No, they need someone who says, hey, look, here's how the brain develops and we've only found out all this stuff. It's the last 50 years. It's new shit. Okay, so please bear with us. There's plenty of actual therapists who are not good. They don't believe in any of the updated information. So please know that we are being contrasted by our same colleagues just fyi but if you want way out of this there is a way out okay so on that note a way out is also involving for some the psychedelics the psychedelics if people learned about how the brain worked you'd learn why it can help some people and why it can't help some people and why you want a good therapist that knows about the embodied brain they know about somatics that's why they also know about EMDR and they know about child parts work. And if they don't know any of these and they don't know Basil van der Kolk, Stephen Porges, Peter Levine, Daniel Siegel, and Janina Fisher, Terry Real, Julianne Atchinson or whatever her last name is, if they don't know NICABM, if they don't know the good mental health professionals, come on over here. I'll share with you a list of resources because that's what love is all about. Humanity has unresolved trauma. It's not only from a family, it's transgenerational, it's cultural, it's societal. We have a bunch of different layers and the ones who have their little groups with their little shiny, shiny in their high knees, they just yell at each other all the time, which doesn't bring any knowledge to anyone. It's insulting and it's biased. And we all can have biases. Some of us don't have a bias in, in, in the, let's not help all people. 
no, no, let's help all people because all people can be helped. Let's put away the ancient strict scripture, please, because you can believe what you want to believe. We are very respectful. Believe it. We are talking data. So please separate data from belief. That's why I'm pseudoscience lady and woo woo lady. I separate data from what I know will not ever be empirically proven, like the whole twin flame thing. I, can't, I still laugh. There's this one dude. <laughs> He's trying to become known to prove something. And I'm thinking, wow, but it made me think of another dude who also did the same thing. So anyways, <laughs> let me put that one to the side and back to the story about why AI and technology is not demonic and it helps people to be able to move into healthier lives. So I'm not somebody who does drugs, but the psychedelic stuff, what I've noticed from what I've seen is that it can support people who might have the need for an extra help for their brain structure to be able to start having those connectomes be open to building integration. So there might be a challenge with integration and the psychedelics or the medicine can potentially support that. And so it will give people who want to heal their trauma, who want to become whole, an edge. And some of us want people to have the opportunity. Yoga does not help all people. Organically doing anything does not always help. Do I believe in miracles? Yes, I do. I'm a Reiki master. I believe in being able to work from that plank the quantum field and whatnot, but I also believe in sciences. And I don't believe that one is better than the other. I actually believe that there is a reason for every one of the people that educates and empowers and that has experiences. And that's where it stands. None of them are better than the other. They're all mediocre. They're all me we're all we are all mediocre. So the ones who are quote unquote excellent, what I was trying to get about that one is that it's a genius who can, I don't know, regurgitate to me everything you read in one minute. <clears throat> and what are you gonna do with that, right? But <clears throat> anyways, so <clears throat> what um the nanotechnology for example. So my spine is crooked and as I get older, it's not going to get better. And they're looking into new ways to support people with scoliosis besides physical activity, okay? I heard about this new intervention where they actually open you up, basically turn around all of your vertebrae and put two strings in your spine. <laughs> and I'm not going to, no. I was like, ah, okay, well, one, I'm getting older. But two, I'm not really sure I want that. What if a string breaks? You know, I'm like, nah, I don't know. And you're twisting all my, like, just the image in my brain I was uncomfortable with, although it's not to say it's a bad thing, but my body is, no, I don't, I don't want that. It's, it's so invasive. It's, it's breaking and no. <laughs> then I heard of another stuff, another thing that they have. It's nanotechnology that can support for a little bit of pain relief or something like that. I was like, okay, that one sounds a lot more like what I'm more into. <laughs> I'm more into that one. I'll do that one, you know, but I, I don't want the, the other, other stuff. So what I'm trying to present is that sciences supports us. And 4D mystics are talking about AI and technology as demonic and evil. And, and uh, even others who talk about they want to replace our divinity with um, technology. It's, it's a biased approach. It's, it's, I prefer to think of only the spiritual stuff that was written about and, and told about versus we also have what is being created. 
<clears throat> so on that note, when it comes to love, it's unconditional, not conditional. The conditional approach is for those who have separation of consciousness because they are within their own body rigid. They're rigid-minded and they are rigid in the, I'm going to prove that I'm right and you're wrong, maintain pound control, I have a safety behavior because you didn't show up for me the way I showed up for you. Well, whatever it is, it can be a big trauma, small trauma. There's different degrees. So there will be, for now, we still have people like this dude who, and the sociopath lady who take their diagnoses and they run with it. They create awareness, which is great. We want to destigmatize, but obviously they don't help to create a sense of safety when we're hearing when people hear them promoting their own traits, but they got bad psychologists because if any one of those had gotten a good one, they would have known, look, your diagnosis is not fixed. There are aspects of your diagnosis that I want you to know about, and here's the plan, and here's what we can foresee. But we only have this information now, meaning in recent years, so this is why. And there's, as Bezel van der Kolk points out in his interview, the mass psychiatry psychology community does not actually look to trauma in the way of what trauma actually is they have yet to understand that it is not a gene and you do not stay stuck in anything and that trauma memory is something that involves a lot more than what had been discussed and found way back when and that people can heal and return home these Psychiatrists, psychologists are uninterested in somatics. They're uninterested in the wholesomeness of your own body and mind's experience as anyone who wants to bring to you, though, ancestral ancient textbooks and not move away from promoting what their belief system is. You find love when you find a person who says, here's what I think, here's how I can share, here's what I can do, let's support each other to be blue, no, <laughs> but to move somewhere and we, get, we can take it step by step. Nothing's perfect, that's the whole point, and nothing is known for sure, the part about pain. So for me, my big tower moment, I had one only, and it was in the first moment that I found out about Ascension and 5D and all these things, and uh, that was where my, my spine, my, my, and, and again, the, the spine is very important. Uh, remember our Kundalini awakening and spirituality awakening. There's a difference, okay? So the, the spine is part of um, when you have the root, the sacral, and the solar plexus. So the hips, okay? Because our root is very important to ground us in. Um, and that's why my first awakening and Claire's and all that began with the root chakra, I'll never forget. And I had some very, very bad, bad, bad back spasms. So that was my tower moment. Was, I was literally like a 90-year... I, I called it that, but obviously there's plenty of 90-year-olds that are healthy, but I could not... I would begin walking, and, and I'd find myself almost crawling <laughs> on the floor. So here, here's a story. I didn't share this one yet. So one of the days that I was, begin, I was just beginning to have this pain, I had to get some bread, because in, in Naples, Italy, one of the homes that I was living at, there was person who would bring fresh bread and we wanted fresh bread because it's really good and I get the buzzer rings I say yes we want some bread 
and I make my way to go up these stairs. There's like 20, 25 stairs, okay? <laughs> By the time I'm up top the stairs, I'm literally almost on my knees because <laughs> I'm, it's like a knife stabbing your back. Oh man, I got to get back down home and I got home and then I went to my osteopath who did not welcome me in a way that was very kind, but that's his, 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 his mannerisms are what they are, but he's great at what he does. And he's not perfect, but he cares. And it's the way that he shared with me what I was to look forward to. Basically, you have to always stay in exercise mode, and that's what I've been ignoring. And so I'm back to doing that this time it's a different person, and a different person who's also mediocre. And that's because of a lot of things. However, do they get the job done? Will they get the job done? Yes, they will. They will give me something more. And in the meantime, I get to keep on figuring out where I can go to meet the people who are really great at what they do because they care about it. So they are not superficial. And so that doesn't mean they're excellent, meaning that they have a genius quality. No, they're excellent because they care about what they do. So they're going to be thorough and they're going to know more than one topic because you're not one topic. So if you look at anything in life is not one color. Again, teenagers, they, I remember, didn't like to learn. I'm a grown-up now. Still got a bunch of teenagers out there. They don't like to learn shit. Shiny, shiny, and my hiney. Ooh, 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 wishful thinking. Here, I'm going to go there. So we have people who have low self-esteem indirect communication, passive aggressive, they also manipulate, they don't know boundaries, and they're doing cancel culture, 4D, they're doing a bunch of shit, okay, and they can go and live out drama land. Now, as I was saying, for the part about if we encounter a person who is in the aspect of being um, an individual who has an agenda, we will not notice it, we will not know it. We will not be sorry that we did or didn't. We won't even think about it twice. Because again, the minute that we contemplate something like that is the minute that at most you're going to be very, very heartbroken and sad. Maybe a little mad. Not really because they didn't take your life away. They just showed you who they are. That's it. And when you learn about attachment and trauma, you feel bad for them, not the other way around. Of course, I have to share within the body of a person, me, as I was watching this person, I was not fond of, as, of, of how they were presenting this. But as I continued to listen, I reminded myself of why we have good therapists and bad fucking therapists. And that's because I learned from the good ones. So that's all I did. I reminded myself of bad therapists and this person must have gotten a bad one. And to finish hearing what they had to say, and then I thought, should I share with them that there's a journey for them? And then I said, nah, I'm going to wait to figure out what the agenda really is for this person. If they're interested in their healing, then maybe. But if they're interested in their healing, they're going to find out that they don't have to keep doing what they're doing the way they're doing it. And that's something straightforward because they would care about achieving consistent participation within society. They would not want to be living in the middle of nowhere in the woods. If they live in the middle of nowhere in the woods, they are choosing and staying with their pseudo-aliveness. And I could see it all over this person's face. They were out of it, meaning uh, depersonalized, they realized they were 
dissociating as as they did their video because the, the there's a way that the body is when people are just not here with you but they are here but they're not here because and that's the part it's the nervous system that protected the child in the environment so when you know motivation is you that's why love does not change anything you take you and you don't change necessarily some people like to use that word i don't change maria is the same i'm expanded when my back did give me signs that it did i knew of ascension but i also then got educated what i was was angry because my last visit when i got to finally take off that back brace was that i didn't have to do anything i asked i said do i need to maintain exercises no your spine won't move and that was a lie and that was the one moment that i was upset i'm not a professional i'm not an expert how dare you lie to me and that's where i'm a 43 year old woman who is a professional out of 10 professionals entrepreneurs nine are mediocre and maybe one you'll find that they care what about what they do and when they do they will not let you leave that room until they have shared with you everything and it will be in a kind authentic gentle of hey here's how i can help you for free i don't give a shit here take it all run with it because that's what happens when you care about what you're doing and it's because you know it works because you will have a way about it but the part of identifying how it can support all is very important because you're not catering it just for one specific group of people you are going to cater it to support anyone who's interested in that particular subject matter if you will um people do not care about their personal development unless they are dealing with the emotions that arise in fact therapists negotiate with people to keep them there and that's the sad part is seeing that people really don't know their emotional and that they don't understand the updated information because they don't want to um for the example of me i from the moment that i got enlightened on doing exercises i did and that's why as i said i know what i've been in excluding and not integrating and balance let's go back to balance and find the humor within maintaining dharma <laughs> So in this case what's my karma? My karma is I don't like doing physical exercises because I don't want to do it, okay? And that stems from the implicit and explicit memory from my childhood. I was 8 when I got to wear a 1-month cast that itched like fuck and that I got to take this shower. I'll never forget, mom, can you scratch me? I need a little scratchy thingy. So I don't remember it in a way of suffering. <laughs> but i remember many moments of me with this back brace it put holes in my clothes i fell a couple times or more <laughs> so it was something i was so angry that they made me do pe because that was the only time i because i didn't have i couldn't have an excuse you needed if you if you wanted to skip pe you needed a letter and i couldn't get a letter <laughs> because the only hour that i because i had an hour i had an hour to spare and they made me do fucking working out shit <laughs> to this day this is a teenager right here 
And so this is what karma is. Karma is this. But I learned how to be a grown-up because I care about my body, but I still like to do other things more, okay? And on that note, love has a way, when it's genuine, to poke at you softly because it's unconditional. When it's conditional love, it's not soft. It's, it's, a, it's a pain in the ass. <laughs> but then again, we all have moments of bigger growth and lesser growth. So if you are a person who is inclined to stay alive, staying alive, staying alive, ha, 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 Bee Gees. Okay, if you're staying alive and you're inclined to want to keep yourself, the humanity of you, the heart of you again, and so Purusha and Prakriti calls to you, your pure energy, your pure consciousness. It's all about one, secure attachment, integration of the brain, restorative embodied self. There's plenty of good therapists out there. I do personal development, you know that. And as a mystic, I also do channeling. Again, that's why pseudoscience woo-woo lady is good to respect the sciences people. When you meet people who integrate, please just be aware. You can be smart and just know how to look up stuff. If you get rigid towards information, that's your own implicit stuff coming up. As I said, when I watch some stuff, I don't really like who's presenting it, but I'm not there for me to like it. I'm there to learn. I'm there to hear. I'm there to be a participant. That's all. <clears throat> so what's of actual existential consequence is what we will be in our survival mode on. That means you got a weapon or it means that I'm in an earthquake. Other than that, I won't be looking at you with direct eye contact and feeling that I should be afraid of you. I won't be studying you. I won't be doing any of that. So whatever motives will be behind there, here, let me close out with that great educator. As he points out to the dude, you pretended to be a friend with a person because the dude in the video is like, oh, there were good guys, but, you know, they go to becoming not good guys because after, you know, being basically a pretend friend with somebody, uh, they find that the girl goes out with someone else and they're all pissed about it. And this man makes a very good point about why are you ruminating in your head? You made up thoughts in your head. You were not even telling her that you wanted more. And every time he was commenting, she was there for me all the time. I would call her. He's like, yes, that's what, that's what friends are for. Friends are there to be there for each other all the time. And if you're pretending to be a friend, that's on you. Why, why are you pretending? You lied then. It's very straightforward when you love yourself first. And that's for a securely attached whole three-year-old heart. We don't pretend to be your friend. We are your friend. If you want something more and you can't speak up, we don't know. We're not going to read your mind and we're not going to ruminate. Grown-up people don't create stories in their brains. Grown-up people don't have groups that are preferable, that are basically, oh, you're a good group, you're a bad group. I mean, yes, I know. I say the bad, yes, those are the bad psychologists. I won't tell them they're bad, though. I'll just be like, hey, did you hear about this stuff? Oh, you don't believe in it. Okay, bye. I'm going to use my time with enlightened people because you're not one of them. And definitely, guess what human evolution is all about? Hmm, let me think. How do we evolve? Tick-tock, tick-tock. Enlightenment uh, is how we evolve and not by staying with the ancients. So sorry that someone didn't get the memo of time moving forward and that we are not going to have the sun always and that our planet is an organic planet and that organic and non-organic are not in competition unless you are an insecure person who needs one or the other to be proven right or wrong. There's your teenagers, shiny, shiny, and they're high knees. So 
when they have wishful thinking and they want to blame the in-between holistic practitioner, Reiki practitioner, the tarot readers, the Kashuk record readers, or the therapist for that matter, even though, again, any of these titles, if they're mediocre, meaning they don't do, I am here. I only know some things. I don't know all things. This is what I can do. Here's straightforward what I'm planning, and here's the journey, direct communication. You got it, uh, and, and you will be given the truth of it, transparently, authentically. No, no, shiny in the hiney. No, no, you don't like it? So sorry. I had a client once, a potential client. When they came back to me and they gave me their thoughts, this was marketing. I was like, look, go find somebody else. This is what it costs for my work. This is what it entails. If you don't want to pay, you don't have to. What are you, gold? No, this is what it takes to hire me. <laughs> you don't need to be remarking <laughs> in this way. <laughs> uh, so when people don't know what they don't know. When some of us do know about healthy self-worth, it's because we know we're all, again, mediocre, but some of us care about what we do, and that's what makes the difference. And in time, because consistency is with enrichment, your life builds. Okay, so have it in the body, one, Restorative embodied self and integration of the brain. It's your inner and outer well-being. Outer because you know how to handle yourself if you choose to be the functional adult, like a grown-up. The people who use scripts, they're not grown-up yet. They're reparenting and learning to be their grown-ups. Once they're the full-on grown-up, they won't need a script. When we meet people who don't have scripts, or they do, we don't really care. Either way, we're always loving, respectful, because we're ourselves. We are a whole three-year-old heart. And if somebody's like, oh, you offended me, or they begin to get pissing their pants, we know how to handle it. And if they spell out to us that we should be knowing better, we'll actually just say, so sorry, and I can't actually accomplish this. It's not physically for me impossible, so I won't be able to be a good friend to you. I won't be able to be anything to you. I'm going to have to disengage from our relationship because, yes, I can't do the let me soothe you every time you get upset. That, that's not how relationships work. Oh, and don't come at me with some backhanded comment if you didn't know how to talk. If you don't know how to talk to me, that's not on me to say something about. When you are grown-ups, you know how to talk to each other. And it's from the heart. It's not with an attitude. It's never with an attitude. The only time a grown-up gets an attitude, and it's a ventral vagal attitude, it's when there are things that take place doesn't happen very often. Most of the time we find it unnecessary to speak up because the right silence goes a long ways. And as I said, when people do have motives, if they do, we won't find out, we don't want to. But we will figure out that there is something off because when people pretend to be there, but they're not there, their nervous system is in that survival mode. And they're pretending because they're trying to make mommy, mommy, daddy, daddy, mommy, daddy, and household happy. So they're treating a relationship like a duty. That's not love. That's a person who's performing in order to ensure that they can get something out of it. And it means conditional and it's objectifying and it objectifies the entirety of relationships and it's not we enjoy each other. And that's not because of any person's fault. A securely attached, enlightenment soul age person here, functional adult, 5D mystic. We will not be doing anything in regards to it except for one you are not a duty i'm not a duty and this is not a relationship and it doesn't need to be spoken it will be felt 
Love is always felt when two people can be with each other and be themselves. And that's where, as a mystic, I can tell you it's not easy to find people that actually are going to look at your world <laughs> because, of course, people, remember, they don't have clears. And that's okay. They don't need to believe in our world. We get to share it with each other. That's why 5D mystics welcome aboard and any functional adults who welcome us, thank you for being nice and having fun because it is nice. I love being able to be woo-woo lady and pseudoscience. I would not want to be in academia anymore. Nope, I love academia because I love learning, but I do not like the left mode brainers people. No, no, they're boring. They have sticks up their asses and I really don't want to be in any type of, you know, I used to like debate. Now that I see it from a front, no, I don't want to do debate. I like chit-chat. We do chit-chat. So welcome to anybody, Purusha, Prakriti. It's a pure essence of a three-year-old, Krishna Lila, Shiva, Kali. We enjoy life and we work together to bring forth infinite higher human consciousness potential experiences with our lovely, securely attached people who are functional adults, not the teenagers, and we don't do the shiny, shiny in our high knees. We do the other type of shiny, shiny in our high knees, which is you're a, you're, you're, you're a fuck, you're a fuck, you're a fuck. We're all fucks. And there you go. So have a wonderful day and please, please be kind to each other. We'll be back again with more.